Welcome to She Breeds, where the goal of every podcast episode is to inspire and empower women to up-level and lean in to the best versions of themselves. I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of She Breeds. So as I said on the past couple episodes, um, the month of February, we are focusing on love and relationships and one type of love that we are focusing on is called is self-love. And so today I'm here with Jessie Stone. Say hi, Jessie. Hi. And she is such a dear friend of mine. Um, we've worked together in many capacities. Many capacities. Yes. I was yeah. thinking about our relationship and how... I've been here 10 years, so we have known each other going on 10 years. Right. She and She's worked at two, our two newspapers in town, and the first one, she, she where she was, she, I was a guest columnist there, and she's the one that brought me on board. And then we remained friends, and then we worked at the second newspaper together, <laughs> and she and um, uh, another woman and I created Rumble, which is a, women's, a progressive women's newsletter, and she's still a guest columnist for us. Um, but also, she is a yoga instructor. And she is a holistic wellness coach. And, um, but the thing that we're going to talk about today, which I find very fascinating, is something that she facilitates called moon circles. Yes. So I really don't know that much about it, but I follow her obviously on social media and I have been very intrigued. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I think it'll probably spin off into some other conversations. But first of all, tell us what a moon circle is. So moon circles is, it's basically a woman's, a women's circle. But I just incorporate, I really like the idea of lunar living and the, you know, cyclical nature of the moon and the phases. Oh, yeah. And, you know, women have a, a similar monthly cycle and, and phases, and I just love that metaphor. So um, when I was thinking years ago that I really wanted to have a women's support group, but I didn't know what that would look like or, you know, or if I was qualified to lead mm-hmm. such a thing. And like you said, you know, we manifest and we don't realize that we're manifesting um, the future. So I just had that idea. And then when I signed up for the yoga training program, I was really nervous about teaching in front of people. And I was like, I've got to get some experience teaching in front of people. Mm -hmm. um, So it'll make my yoga training easier because you have to do so much to do teaching. So I reached out to my friends and I was like, let's, you know, I really want to use you guys kind of as guinea pigs. Would you be interested in doing a monthly circle where we meet under the full moon somewhere and do some meditation and yoga and journaling and sharing? So just creating like a ritual mm-hmm. space for women. Mm-hmm. And like a safe space. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, it went well. We started having it. We started in the summer of 2021. That's when I decided to do my yoga training. Um and we met out at a farm during the summer, like outside yeah. under the moon, and you know, had okay, a fire, and right? Just, you know, I love this. Yeah. So, for people who aren't familiar with the cycles of the moon, like, what can you give us? Just like a brief cliff notes of how, like, you would know what. Sure. Okay. So, like, the new moon is um, associated with new beginnings, okay. setting new intentions. Um, you know, and then the full moon is all about releasing, celebrating. Okay. Um, and really releasing what no longer serves us. Okay. And just that willingness to start over. Okay. And I think, you know, especially this time of year, we all think January is the only time we get to start over. Mm. And then I'm constantly reminding the women that 
we have a chance every mm. month to start over. Okay. You know, there's this cycle, this energy, um, and really following our body's cues mm-hmm. as far as energy. I think a lot of us, we push, push ourselves oh, yeah. so much and we don't understand why we can't sustain this crazy amount of energy all the time. Right. And so then it feels like we're fighting our bodies a lot. Right. You know, right. instead of working, we're not listening. Yeah. Right. Instead of working with our bodies uh-huh. and understanding like, okay, well this week I am in this phase mm-hmm. of my cycle right. and I don't have all the energy. I need to rest mm-hmm. and recoup. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, just getting the women into that mindset of taking yeah. care of themselves and not putting so much pressure that they have to be producing, grinding all the time. Right. I know. And and we're going to talk a little bit about rest later in the podcast, but you know, I've just only probably in the past year have I really been listening to my cycle. So like the week of my period, I definitely don't try to push, start any new projects, push myself exercise wise. But then the week after the week, the first week of my cycle, well, the, the week after my period ends, I feel really energized. So that's when I'm like, okay, like new projects, new intentions. So similarly with the moon. Okay. So this is like such Probably a dumb question, but can you just, is it the same? Like, how do you know when it's going to be a full moon? Like, is it the same? I do have a lunar calendar. Okay, okay, so I'm not, like, totally. Okay, no, so I, we need I to, definitely okay. follow it. I am a big fan of Sarah Faith Godestiner, who is a, um, she wrote the moon book. Okay. And she does a lunar calendar book every year, which is really oh. incredible. And it, it comes with meditations and affirmations and information about the different phases of the moon and how to work with the moon and right um so that's that really got me into it she was really inspirational so you know yeah just follow the moon calendar right and I think that some people this um you know if you think about the fact that the earth is being held up by gravity then I feel like it's com- it you that it's not such a far stretch to believe that the moon affects the human body like I think a lot of people are like oh the moon doesn't affect me yeah. but if you think about how space the gravity in space is literally holding up the planets in just in thin air then obviously the moon is going to affect a relatively small being like a human so I think that what people first have to buy into the fact that or like except yeah. you know embrace the fact that the moon does affect us right and we see it I mean you can look around you see it all the oh, time. Yes. I mean, we are made up of 75 percent water and we know the moon affects the water and the tides and you know oh, I love so yeah. why would it not affect us that we are made up of 75 percent water mm, that's a good way um but even if you don't believe it you know scientifically I think you can buy into just the idea, that, oh, yes. that metaphor, that right. like we are in different phases at different times of the month. Right, because we are, we are what we believe, and so it's like, yeah. and, and you know, and I think, yeah, it's funny because when I was teaching, we could sense when the full moon was coming because the kid's behavior would escalate. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can <laughs> talk like, to any ER doctor, nurse, police officer, they will tell you, like the full, it must be a full moon because there's just a lot of erratic behavior. And I mean, we're in it. We're coming out of a full moon mm-hmm. right now. And I know the last few days for me, it mm, felt very me intense. Hmm. And, okay, um, people have been on this. edge. Yes, and, and I think just having that awareness it allows us to give grace right to ourselves and others. Like, okay, you know, some days if I get a rude phone call at work, I'm like, man, what is wrong with that person? Uh-huh. You know, and I maybe take it personally hmm. or I let it ruin my whole day. But if I can take a step back and be like, you know it's maybe they are going through something and it's an intense 
phase for them, and it really has nothing to do with me. Right. Um, I just think that's yeah, such a me better too. way to look at it. Because I do do that with my period, because when I know I'm, I'm, I exercise, well, I before I start, I kind of know what's happening, so I make sure I meditate more, I don't schedule a ton of meetings that week. Mm-hmm. So same thing with the moon, I do not, um, I there has been some tension in my life over the past couple of days, and now that you say that, I didn't think about the full moon, but... Um, what are some, how long does this, like, how long do the phases typically, like the full moon and the new moon, like about how long? A few days. Okay. I think it's like a few days period mm-hmm. of, you know, the getting to the full moon uh-huh. and, you know, now so it's, fun. now it's waning again. So, so what time of day does, do the moon circles meet? We do it in the evenings, mm-hmm. usually after work, um, you know, six, six thirty we meet and have a little social time and then we get in our circle and. I try to really set the set the space, mm-hmm. you know, like good lighting and some candles mm-hmm. and you know essential oils, mm-hmm. and we always make a altar in the middle of the circle. Um, so whatever that looks like, I usually have a theme for the class. So sometimes I'll ask the women to bring something uh, specific to add to the altar. Like, okay. You know, bring a photo that means something to you, or bring a specific color of something. Mm-hmm. You know, just depending on what the what the theme is so that we're all adding to that altar and it feels like it's something we've all created together and then we just go around we'll do like a quick check-in like Mm -hmm. how is everybody doing Mm -hmm. you know um one word check-in or a few word check-ins I love it and then I talk about what phase of the moon we're in and um just different I have a I have a book of goddesses that I love and Mm. it's like a goddess for every day or something so like I'll just kind of pull up the day and Uh kind of read over that so just different just different interesting themes and it is usually based around self-love and okay so what's what are some what are some themes that you've had in the past I really like tarot cards Mm -hmm. so sometimes I'll pull a tarot card and and go off the theme of that or like the message of that card Mm -hmm. Um, I've done it around the chakras, mm-hmm. so like, mm-hmm. you know, let's do our, our heart chakra okay. and then we can do a meditation and a yoga flow that works to open okay. up our heart chakra oh. or our third eye chakra right. or things like that. Okay. And then I just weave in affirmations mm-hmm. and, you know, I might get out my sound my healing bowls my sound bowls this is pretty know. amazing jesse i feel like maybe you could like like quickly like write an ebook because it'd be hard to get a book published but to, to help other women lead these around yeah. the you know because if it's something that sounds interesting to you all then <clears throat> sounds like she's given a pretty good template here how to kind of facilitate some of your own and there um, are there are other books out there you know and i mean this is such an old tradition that like we really know. it goes back to so, yeah. our indigenous cultures that did this this circle work right you yeah. know, it's funny because we keep Western medicine, we keep trying to push the, you know, the boundaries with like healing and stuff when actually the things that we've just been doing for millennia are work like meditation, community yeah. rituals, you know, these things work. Um, but it's been a beautiful community that's been built. Yeah. Like the women really enjoy coming and, you know, some and of you them welcome have, new people and yeah, I mean, usually, you know, it's a friend will bring a friend mm-hmm. and, um, and things like that. So we try to keep it at, at least under 12. Yeah. Um, you know, as you want to keep it personal, but I've, I've told people like, if you have a group of women, mm-hmm. you know, if you have your tribe of women and you would like me to come mm-hmm. help facilitate, mm-hmm. um, a circle with your group, mm-hmm. like I'm happy to do that and get it going for you, mm-hmm. you know? And then I think eventually you take it over yourself and you make it your own. Right. You know, there's just so many different things you can do with it, but 
and okay, and I love the concept of the moon and everything, but um, I think one thing that Jessie's really good at, and I've always admired her for it, is the way that she gets women together. Like, she um, has this ability to, to rally women, like, and to get them together in various capacities. She was the, <clears throat> we have a group called Women of Waynesville, and you were the board president for how long? For three years. For three years. And then she also, I actually just interviewed her for a magazine article I'm writing about women and hiking. And when I was writing it the other day, I just really appreciated everything that she said. So to give you the cliff notes of that, during the pandemic, a group, she and a group of, you know, eight to 10 women would go on these group hikes and they, and it was just really healing for them during that really challenging time. And so I think of whether it's hiking or moon circles, this concept of community of women, like it's yeah. just something that we have to have. Like it's my passion yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've always wanted to help women and just feel so grateful of the women that I have found I know in this community and just the different backgrounds and ages and you know the fact that we can't all come together and mm -hmm. go on a hike together or mm -hmm. do a women's circle like it's, it's and we get awesome. just I think caught up sometimes in thinking that our romantic partner has to be our everything and our safe space when really especially for women we can reach out and have this tribe of women Absolutely. which is so powerful yeah it's different it's not yeah it, exactly totally different and, and it like it hurts my soul when I hear women say like you know I just don't have a lot of female friends yeah. I just don't get along with women and like on one aspect I get it you know obviously something has happened they've had some bad experiences mm -hmm. but oh that breaks my heart I know. because we get so much benefit from our female relationships right. to support each other and um so I want I want women to find that yeah you know, whatever their tribe is mm -hmm. um to find that support because it really goes so long goes so far yes and women come to my circles that would probably never go to a regular yoga class mm -hmm. you know or and now they've started to have feel comfortable having their own yoga practice mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. doing their own meditation you know or it might be the one time a month that they Come allow together. themselves mm -hmm. to have that space, have that rest, have that, um, you know, time to reflect mm -hmm. on their life mm -hmm. and make goals and have grace and understanding with themselves. And kind of like the grinding that you were talking about, I feel like women have sometimes have a hard time being transparent, like with other women. And I feel like a, something like a moon circle or a hike opens up. Like in her uh, interview about the hiking, she said one reason that she loved to hike is because the open space allowed her emotions to be allowed her emotions to be felt, you know, because sometimes we're, you know, being outside allows us to feel all the hard things. And so same thing with the moon circle. I feel like it offers a, a base of vulnerability so that women feel like they can share things that maybe otherwise, if you're sitting like out at dinner, having drinks, you may not feel comfortable doing that. But if yeah. you're in this quiet comfortable safe space of a moon circle where feel. everyone is being yes. vulnerable and right. sharing um yeah and i've just i've gotten real tired of those surface conversations I know. oh my gosh and so i know these circles these space are just like magical i know just, you know it just seems like very easy rituals and routines that you're putting together but when they all come together it just creates a very yeah, magical space. I know. I'm. I'm gonna. I need to come to one. Yeah, I do. do. You um, so along these lines, we've been. Well, Jesse knows a little bit more about this author and writer than I do, but there's um something called the Nap Ministry. Tell tell us a little bit about that. I know a little bit about it, but yeah. So I heard this author, um, Trisha Hersey, on one of our favorite podcasts. We can do hard things. We can do hard things on Glenn and Doyle, and of course, she's introduced me to so many me great too. authors. Yeah. Um, and so this lady created the nap ministry and she has a book called 
rest as resistance. And she really will just gather, have these huge events and gather people together to rest. Mm -hmm. You know, like she'll have these huge 40 people all on yoga mats, blankets, Mm -hmm. candles lit. And the whole purpose Mm. is just to rest and nap. and Like an extended shavasana. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. And and the whole idea is that, you know, it's, it's very... Um, it's and it's for her it's part of this anti-racism work because Mm -hmm. so many generations of black people have been robbed of rest and dream space you know from Mm -hmm. slavery Mm -hmm. you know like they just Mm -hmm. this idea that we just have to work our bodies to the bone to survive and we're not given that space to thrive Mm -hmm. and we you know the importance of rest Mm -hmm. and being able to dream and envision your future. And I just thought that was so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, this idea that capitalism, which was built on the backs of slavery, mm-hmm. you know, just wants us to grind. Yeah. And, our, you know, she says our bodies don't belong to capitalism. Right. Our bodies aren't here to just produce. I know. Right. And, and I mean, I read somewhere where we spend almost cumulatively 30 years or something sleeping. And we don't give it enough like we don't make it a sacred enough ritual of our day. We just rush through sleeping to get through the net, to get awake again so that we can keep working instead of making sleep like a really honorable part of our day. Um, so yeah. Um, and she, in, in the, in the book, she, she talks about her grandmother. This author talks about her grandmother had to take care of all these grandkids, but no matter what it like in the afternoon when she got home from work, she would sit back and close her eyes for 10 minutes and just let her, just let everything calm down inside of her. Even if the kids were running around, that was like, she told them to leave. I don't know. They, I can't remember what they called her, but it was a funny story. But basically she was like, leave me alone for 10 minutes. I'm closing my eyes and the kids left her alone. But, yeah. you know, and a couple of podcasts ago, I talked about secrets to a long life and are living longer. And there was these blue zones around them. And so in the blue zones, this is one of the things they do is they rest. So in the even, middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. Like they'll just. So many cultures do this. Yeah, totally. Like they rest. They either rest in the middle of the day or they go to bed early and they do things to help their sleep. Like they don't eat after six o'clock and they don't drink alcohol at, you know, either at all or after six o'clock. They, they really make the nighttime evening ritualistic. And so they are living these, these blue zones are living till they're a hundred years old or older. So it even affects your longevity. Um, the rest. Meanwhile, our culture is all about, I can sleep when I'm dead. I know. And, yeah. you know, what's the, you know. It's almost like you feel guilty. And, like, yeah. I'll even, I feel like kids are really good at resting. I have, in our house, we have five, four kids still in the house. And they are so good. Just, they call it vibing. And they literally <laughs> will, you know, they're at school all day. They go to athletic practices. And they, and then they're like, I'm going to vibe. And they'll put their earbuds in and be on the PlayStation. Or they'll lay on the couch and read. Or they'll play on their phone. And they just sit down. And I, on the other hand, running around, yeah. like, trying to prep dinner. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, they should be doing something. And I'm like, but I'm sort of switching around and thinking like, I should be doing that. So it's like, I make myself like, make myself make a cup of hot, a cup of tea and just sit and like read a magazine or read a book. And any, my, my youngest one, one time was even like, will you please just sit down? Like they don't like me rushing around all the time. It's interesting. What makes them anxious? It makes them anxious because they're like, just, can you just sit down? I think women, especially we've been programmed to go, go, go. We we wear so many hats. Mm -hmm. We're moms. We're working. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we have, we're caregivers. We're volunteering. and, And we base our worth on how much we do. Right. And how productive we right. are. And I just love Trisha Hersey. You know, she's like, we were born divine. Mm. You know, we don't have to work for our worth. 
mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah. just that idea of taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a lot of what I do in the moon circle. You know, sometimes in Shavasana or meditation, I'm like, you know, women get so hung up on, I'm bad at med- meditation. I can't focus I my brain. Yes. And sometimes I'll just tell them, don't try to focus your brain or focus your brain on, on a daydream. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just lay here and daydream for 10 minutes. Yeah. Just relax. Think about, right. you know, think about your life. Think about a goal. Think about... That's a good one. Think about, you know. Because I think people put so much pressure on meditation to get to a headspace where you're not thinking about anything to get to that really high, heightened meditation. But that's really not what it's only about. It's just about resting. I'm going to have a couple friends who won't even try meditation because they don't think that they can get past the busy, the busy, the racing thoughts. Mm -hmm. But that's okay because sometimes that's what you need is just to stop for a minute and let those racing thoughts beat around for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Just focus on your breathing. Yeah, women say that too. Like, oh, I'm horrible at meditation. Yeah. It's like, well, that's why we need to do it. Yeah. And it is a practice. You know, some days I sit down to meditate and my mind's calm Mm -hmm. and I'm able to breathe and and that's beautiful. And Mm -hmm. other days it's racing all over the place, you know. It's different day to day and just, again, just checking in with yourself, seeing where you are, Mm -hmm. acknowledging where you are, no judgment of where you are, and just... To tackle the day with mm-hmm. that in mind. Right. You know? Yeah. And find what works for you. I mean, some people love to meditate at night before bed, but I don't, that's not my type of thing. I love early, early in the morning. You know, when it's still dark outside, I light a candle. And I, even if I don't do like a deep meditation, just sitting there with my eyes closed for five minutes and sort of sorting out my thoughts and visualizing the day and just anything like that that lets your mind rest. Um, but at night, I like to read. Um, you know, I like to just read and that kind of thing, not be on my phone, but mm-hmm. which is something else people we, we, people need oh to stop gosh. doing. Yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah, you know, I know. Like everybody else. It's like the blue light and this <laughs> and that, making your, messing up your sleep. I know. Um, well, so yeah, I guess, so I love it because we were going to kind of just talk about Moon Circle, so now we touched on a lot of things. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really, all tied together. Yeah, and I love these podcasts where we have these open conversations because I feel like it, it ends up being about something so much deeper. And really what this is about is women, like, being okay with resting, not feeling guilty, and being okay with resting, whether that's alone or with another group of women. women. And resting can be hiking or being, you know, in a moon circle because you're not working, you're not caretaking, you're just being you know in yeah and like she's yeah just being present and like she said in her um hiking story uh jesse said i've never i've never regretted going on a hike (laughs) because you know sometimes you're like i don't want to get up i have so much to do i don't want to go do it even like with the women's circle i'm sure not one woman has said i've you know i regret going to that moon circle yeah we met last week and you know after we were packing up and um, several of them were like, I'm so glad I came. I was really thinking about not coming, but I'm so, you know, I'm know. so glad I came. Mm-hmm. And and it is, it's hard. I, I joke with them. I'm like, yeah, I was thinking about not coming either, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the leader. <laughs> but we all have those feelings. I know. You know? It's so but, true. But I love doing it so much and it really is so restorative. Um, just a couple of hours together, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? So. It's worth it. Well, I'm going to get a lunar calendar or at least get more like well-versed on when this is happening. So we just had the full moon. So how long until the new moon or how, how does this work here? So the new moon is, or we can look it like up. a week or okay. so. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So we can, we can figure that out. Um, and so and there's I, apps, there's so many apps that let you follow the moon. My favorite is she's an author too. I think she was on, um, we can do hard things. Channy Nicholson. Oh yeah. She, Cause she and does she, a lot of astrology. Yeah. She's really into astrology. And so she does uh, her app, which is 
Chani, C-H-A-N-I, um, you know, every day gives me affirmations. It tells me where the moon is, how, oh, I, how I might okay. be feeling. And then she goes into the astrology. And so that's a really cool app if, if you're looking for Okay, I love her. She's, she's great yeah. as well, yeah. Channing Nichols. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you do as a holistic wellness coach. Yeah, so I think I haven't really done a ton with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done a lot of coaching myself, whether that was business coaching or um, personal coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, I did an online course to be a, a life coach, mm-hmm. but really just want to take the approach of the moon circles, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. women who want to do that kind of work individually. If they're mm-hmm. not comfortable coming to a circle, um, I just... Yeah, I've just seen so much benefit from the practices that I just want right. to spread that to more women. Mm-hmm. So if there's women interested in doing it um, one-on-one, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open to that. And mm-hmm. that just includes, you know, maybe we meet and go for a walk and yeah. we just talk and we check in. And I just want to be an encourager mm-hmm. um, and help women reach their goals. I think a lot of times we have goals, but we don't we don't come up with a plan to get there, you know? Oh, so yeah. it just always yeah. feels like pie in the sky right. ideas. Um, and just encouraging women that they can mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. And, and the importance of small steps mm-hmm. over yes. huge changes at one time. Yes, because then we get overwhelmed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we, you know, just stop and mm-hmm. get stuck because mm-hmm. we feel like, well, if I'm not taking this huge step, then it's not even worth it. Yeah. And just encouraging women. Or that's never going to happen. That's so, that sounds like so far-fetched. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, the power of taking very small steps to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, moving forward little by little is better yes. than, than nothing. And I've, I've started doing this thing where if you have a bunch of different projects going on or a bunch of different dreams that you're trying, and it's just, I, I've started to try to focus on one, like, have a project, like, a focus project during the week. So, like, I'll, mm-hmm. on a Monday, I'm like, even though I've got all these other things going on, this week I'm going to focus on my novel writing. And, right. like, I'm, even though I do other things, that's my priority. I do that first. And then, like, maybe the next week I'm like, I'm going to batch record a bunch of podcasts. But I still work on the novel anyway. If I don't do that, then I'm just jumping around all over the place. It's hard. Like, yeah. for people, you know. I know. Me and and I have other jobs as well. <laughs> yeah, me and you are a lot oh, we alike. Are. We have we so many dreams. You know, I know. My, my therapist tells me all the time, well, I mean, Jesse, you do have a lot of goals. <laughs> And you can't accomplish them all this week. Yeah. So, you know, so when you do have a lot of goals, it does feel like very slow progress. Right. You know, like we have our friend, our other writer friend who like that, that's her goal. Mm And she writes so much more than us. Mm -hmm. She's gotten the novel Mm -hmm. done, you know, and I'm still just prodding along. Yeah. We're part of a writer's club where we're all three working on novels and we meet, (laughs) we try to meet at least, we we were meeting every other week anyway, and we meet and we edit each other's uh, pages and it's super fun. But yeah, the, our other friend is a little less, um, all over the place than us. She's a little bit more focused, (laughs) but I know Jesse and I were so funny. If someone asks us, what do you do for a living? She and I both are like, well, and we have like a list of about 10 things that we do. This (laughs) week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, how long do you have? But anyway, that's probably why we're such good friends. It's hard when you have a lot of passion. I know it is hard. It's fun, but hard. Like it's never boring, but it's also a bit overwhelming sometimes. But it's good. You want to follow your passions. Yes. I'll get back to the novel, but yeah. you know, it's like right now I'm focused on. And if you're happy and if, they, if life feels content, it's kind of like, what's the, like, who are we, like, who's this for? You know, I mean, yeah. um, 
Well, how could someone, well, and also your newsletter is so good. Um, how could someone like get in touch with you and kind of keep up with? I think the best way is probably just jessiestone.com. Okay. And you can get to my website. Okay. And then follow me from there. I've got the newsletter and you can read about how to join the moon circles. Okay. Uh, I do have like a private Facebook group for the women who do come to the moon mm-hmm. circle. So we kind of check in throughout the month, you okay. know, we just share inspirational things. Mm-hmm. We ask each other questions. I might throw up some prompts some journal mm-hmm. prompts and keep, you know, keep them posted that way. So we try to stay connected throughout the month okay. until we meet. So yeah. All right. Just go to my website. jessiestone.com. J-E-S-S-I. S-T-O-N-E.com. And this has been so fun. Yes. I know it would be. I'm, so, I'm just so proud of you that you're doing this Aww. project. I, I'm a podcast fan as well. I know we listen to I know. a lot of the same, same ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, it's been really fun, but part of it is like interviewing women like you because at the all of my favorite podcasts so far have been the ones where I've interviewed other women. And so I have, it's, you know, I'm fi- like, you know, getting, just finding the time and for both of us to get together. So I have other women on the schedule. It's just trying to find the time to get together. But um, it's fun. I just, I think you and I are similar in that we just want to do work that inspires and educates other people and empowers, especially women. Yeah. So that's what Rumble is all about. It is yes. all about. Rumble is, um, is the newsletter I was referring to earlier. But, well, anything else? We'll have to just have another uh, another episode because oh, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be more things to there's talk about. There's always plenty of things we can talk about. There really about. is. We can talk forever. I know. I'm appreciative of your friendship. I'm so glad that, you know, I can't believe it's been 10 years. I know. That, but I love that we've been able to continue to work together on different I know. projects. It's she's really, awesome. really watched me. And, like, I, I feel like she's just such a stable force. But maybe I feel like you are. It had been in my life. <laughs> I've gone through a lot in the past 10 years, yeah. but... I mean, look where both of us were I know, 10 years ago. I know, I know, it's I know. It's pretty incredible. I know, um, and we've really been there for each other, so yeah. it's, a, it's a really special friendship. Well, thanks for joining me, you all, and I, um, if you guys have any comments or questions or, or want to learn more about Moon Circles, just let me know, and thanks, Jesse. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, and I will see you all in the next podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. My goal is to share information and inspiration so that women feel seen, heard, and empowered. Also, if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please share. Lastly, if you have a topic or idea that you want to hear more about, or if you want me to expound upon a topic I've previously discussed, please let me know. Message me on any of my social media platforms or email at susanna.shetley at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.